Did anybody read the WhatsApp message I sent out? Okay, bring it up on the screen. Now, I send that out and I want you to always check your WhatsApp message from the church just to let you know what's coming your way and to prepare your mind. There's nothing like being prepared before the word comes so that you're not trying to catch up. And today we want to look at the subject, what makes the diff? That means different. What makes the diff? And the comment is, until the king heard of them, Esther was a, come on now, squatter. Joseph was a prisoner. Daniel was a slave boy. And even King David was just a shepherd boy. Until king heard of them. May the king hear of us. And this is what it is. We want to learn about what will make the difference in our own lives. It's A lot of us have been in the shadows of life for too long. How many of you are ready to step into the spotlight of the great things that God has in store for you? If your hand is not up, please say amen and go home. Because I want to talk to people who are hungry for what God has in store. Wave your hands bold if you want. See, there's no age limit. <laughs> Moses started at 80. Hallelujah. I'm ready to step into the spotlight. I want to know what makes the diff. And today, God is going to reveal it to us in Jesus' name. Let me first make this very important. Uh, let me let you know how important this is. Can you bring up our family prayer of agreement? You're going to see in the, set, in the last part of the prayer of agreement, there's a prayer we say all the time. And it has become a religious um, incantation. <laughs> we just say it. We just repeat it. We're not even paying attention. Um, bring up the family prayer of agreement. And this is how these things are going to come to pass. Okay, we have it there. No, the second part. Aha. Now. The third part. I thought we had to. Okay. Okay, let's read this together. That we shall find favor and high esteem before God and before all those that are critical to our success and our destinies. It is so that the name of the Lord be glorified in and through our lives in Jesus name. Can I tell you I don't care how anointed you are I don't know, I don't care what office you think you occupy, I, I really I'm very impressed with your gift but until the king hears of you, you may just find out that it doesn't come together that's, that's my point that prayer says that we must find favor and high esteem before those that are critical, somebody say critical critical to our success, even our destinies. So bring back great people we read in the Bible. I have a lady, I have two men there, up there. Until the king heard of them, not much happened. Hallelujah. How many of you I'm not sure a lot of you remember that until the selection for a new queen came along. She was a squatter in the house of Mordecai. She was a squatter. She was just managing herself. She probably rolled up her mattress because she had no bed every night. And so when the queen came up, they started looking for a queen. And she did really qualify because she was Jewish. 
So she had to hide her identity. And along the way, she was getting by until the king raised his eye in the courtyard and saw Queen Esther and said, you may approach me. He said, ask what you will, even to up to half my kingdom, you can have it. Can you believe that? One day, the king looks at you and say, whatever your request is, I don't care. Up to half my kingdom. May we not live and die without that day in our lives in Jesus' name. Joseph, anointed as he was, as industrious as he was, the accurate ability to interpret dreams came to nothing. He remained a prisoner until the king heard of him. If the king never heard of him, what will become of his dream? You know, a lot of people are peddling their dream, their gift. I'm telling you, it may amount to nothing until the king hears of you. Can I also tell you about Daniel? Um, this is a bit too high, so he's bouncing all over the place. Maybe it's a travel. Now, the, Daniel was a slave boy because he was in captivity. The Bible records that he was a very brilliant chap. But his brilliance would amount to nothing except that the king heard of him. I want to have your attention. Your parents know you. That may never be the key to your success. The people that like you, they know you, but they may never be the one that are critical. To everybody, there is a particular king or some particular kings that need to hear you. Maybe we ought to change this and let me have the old microphone. You know, until they hear you, not much happens. Are you not tired of being around people that can't change anything in your life? Why are you afraid to answer? You know, you may like me all you want. You may even love me. But if you're not critical to my success, I need to find the audience that needs to hear me. Hello, somebody. May the Lord connect us with that king in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even the great King David remained an unknown, celebrated, but yet anointed shepherd. He was already anointed king. I think we have issues. He was already anointed king. But he was uncelebrated. He was unrecognized. It didn't matter that Samuel thought he was the next king. It didn't matter that God said you're going to be the next king. Until the king heard about him and the nation heard about him. And that day everything began to change. In this year, 2019, the year of the Ebenezer help of God. I thought somebody will already start lifting up their hands. So, the help of God is going to cause the kings that are critical to our success and destiny to hear us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when that happens, everything just changes. Suddenly, everything changes. Hallelujah. I can sense that change is coming my way. I don't know about you. You better say, I can sense that change is coming my way. We keep praying that we may find favor and high esteem before God and before all those that are critical to our success and our destiny. This is the moment. 
And a lot of people are not here. If the wrong people are the one clapping for you, all you will hear is clap. If the wrong person as much as points to you, your life changes. Your prophecy comes to pass. Joseph had a dream and he was waiting for that dream. He was working for that dream. One time the king heard of him. The same day he made prime minister. What about the people that have always known him? What are the people that have seen him demonstrate his gift over and over and over? And how come the most Potiphar could make him is a super houseboy? The most the jailer could make him is somebody that shared irrational food. The same gift before the king made him minister. My prayer is our key, our gift will not continue to stand before ordinary men in the name of the Lord Jesus. What was it you should be asking that made the king hear about them? What was it? About Joseph. What was it about Daniel? What was it about David? And what was it about Esther? That made the king pay attention to them. That's what we better learn. It doesn't matter what you think. This is what works. At a certain age, I'm not interested in what people think anymore. I'm looking for what works. Can I get a witness? Oh, I hear you there. I hear you. What was it that made the king hear about them? Anybody? You know the stories. It's right there. We want to pinpoint what works. What makes the difference is is the same thing as what works. Not what I'm holding on to. I'm ready to drop what I'm holding on to. To hold on to what works. Anybody. What made the king hear any one of these people? What made the king hear about them? Yes, ma'am. Maybe you continue because they're taking forever. Just speaking. I will echo for you. They were working their gift. If you're not the one answering, how come you are not clapping? I don't get it. I ask everybody. You couldn't answer the question. Somebody's answering the question. Let me hear your hands. Uh-huh. They were working their gift. So, let, let, let me engage you. If we work our gift, our gift will make room for us. Aha. Uh-huh. So, could it be that we're not really working our gift? Or perhaps we're not working our gift to the level that kings will notice. You know, sometimes we're relishing the uh, acknowledgement and the applause of people on a level that does not match the level we want to go. Yes. 
I don't think you get you get yes, me. I get, I get Some people are celebrating you, mm-hmm. but they are not on the, the level, level of where you want to go. That's right. So I can't use your applause to pat myself on the mm-hmm. back and think I'm doing all that good. Yes, sir. Oh, you got me. I'm yes, not sure everybody got no, me. We... <laughs> you know, when people are celebrating you, you tend to be so drunk on their celebrating you, but if they are not on the level of the king, you have not worked the gift enough. Thank you for celebrating me, but I'm not going to get swollen headed because where I'm going is the palace. That's right. That's right. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, girl. God bless you. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy for the people that celebrate, but be careful how much of their celebration gets to your head. Benchmark yourself well, well with where you want to land. See, that's the problem. Have you noticed the whole place going quiet? Because we want to benchmark here and our expectation is here. I'm going to show you from the word of God. Okay, let me just do that now before I get to another answer. Proverbs 22 and verse 29. Eshema, thank you very, very much. You have made my job a lot easier. I showed a testimony of Benga. And Benga upped his game and was become, became so multitasking that on the day they asked to interview them, what would take somebody one week, he did in two hours. Mm. And of all kinds of giftings put on the table, they couldn't understand how one person should have all these gifts. And it started from errands he didn't like to run. Sometimes God is only trying to prepare you for where you always prayed you wanted to go. Uh. Minister Shema said, you must work your gifts. Don't put it on the table. Don't let people that are not on that level, they don't even know what people on that level want and they're so busy celebrating, thank them, be nice about it, but keep working that gift. The Bible says, do you see a man, come on now, who excels? It is saying who does a job. Am I in the right church? Is there a difference between doing a job and excelling at a job? What is with us that once we hear excel or anything like that, we shut down. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He didn't start out like that. He kept working that gift. Taking it to a higher level. The Bible talks about the end of the matter, which is where Christians like to go. He will stand before king. What about the process of getting there? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before what? Unknown men. Unknown men cannot take you to where you want to go. I'm sorry. I'm not being snobbish. But that's what the word of God says. Are you there? Yes, sir. When you're performing, when you're doing your work before known men, when they give you an A, don't let it get to your head. It is when a king gives you an A, you know that you're very close to that dream. Are you there? Are you there? Give me the amplified version of this one. The amplified. Let's read. Do you see a man diligent and what? Skillful in his business. Stop there. Diligent means he keeps plugging at it. 
And that's not enough. Skillful means in the plugging at it, he does it with a result-orientated attitude that he gets better. Because you can keep doing something and it doesn't mean you're getting better. Diligent and skillful in his business. It means whatever you're doing, don't do it like a hobby. Business. When you are doing business, a business is business. He will stand. He didn't say he may. He will stand before kings. It takes a king to hear you to change things in your life. It takes a king to buy into what you're doing to make the difference. I'm telling you the truth. This is the Bible. But it looks like we have, we have deleted part of the Bible for convenience sake. He will not stand before obscure men. Somebody help me. What is obscure? What does the word obscure mean? Obscure. You are following my hand, oh, Grace Assembly. Ah, ah. Pastor, let me, let me tell you. Pastor, let me tell you. You are not confident. You are not saying it loud. Eh? Ordinary. Ordinary. Hey! Jehovah, I reject ordinary. Ah, me extraordinary. Hallelujah. Put your hand on your head. Say, Lord, I reject ordinary. <laughs> me, I am extraordinary. I am going to be the kind of person gifted people want to stand before me. I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Not only will I stand before them, people will stand before me too. You better say amen. amen. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> Hallelujah. So, we're saying that how do, what makes the king hear about them? Minister Shemai is telling us the accurate truth. It's when they work their gift to that level. The king says, I want to know this person. What else made the king hear these people here? Anybody else? You see, you're not even studying them. And we're saying family prayer of agreement all the time. What else? There's one thing that may not have so much to do with you. Whilst you're working your gift, your gift needs to find a place to plug into. Hello? Your gift needs a place a vacuum that your gift plugs into. It's called a problem. Before the king could hear Joseph, God created a problem. Before King Saul wanted to know who David was, God created a problem called Goliath. You see, that is the prayer part. The prayer part will never make up for the working your gift part. There's a part God will play, but whatever God is going to play, he will first make sure that you have played your part so that having created the problem, you don't just create a problem and there's no solution. So the first thing is working our gift. When your gift is about right, God is able to create a problem that makes the king hear you or look for you. But God will be a God of confusion if he knows you're not ready. Come on now. Yeah. And now he creates the problem. 
That's the God of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. Now you know what that scripture means. If Joseph was not ready, God was not going to give Pharaoh that dream. If David was not ready to take on a Goliath, God was not going to make Goliath do the crazy stuff he was doing and put fear in all the generals. No general got up until David showed up. And that's why when we start talking about excellence in life, when we start doing videos on how to up your game and to work your gift, you ought to pay attention. A lot of Christians always pray for opportunity, but a lot of people are not ready for the kind of opportunity they're praying for. Help me tell anybody, work that gift. Say, work it well, well. We're going to be praying for God to create that problem. My question is, will I be a good pastor to tell God to create a problem that you're not ready to solve? Jehovah Ebenezer means Jehovah that helps us. And how does he help us? He creates the opportunity for us to end up at the top. That's why he says you will be the head. For you to be the head from being the tail, something has to happen. God has to do something, but you have to be ready for what God is going to do. Now, will you let me prepare you before God shows up with the opportunity? May we not even offend God by wasting the opportunity in Jesus' name. I ask the question again. What do you think made the king hear these people? For instance, Daniel. The king says, are you that Daniel I have heard of you? What did Daniel do to make the king hear of him? Should we not also be practicing in a way that the king has no choice but to hear of us? Hello? What did Daniel do? You want me to show you from scripture? Okay. Daniel chapter 5. Let's start from verse 11. Daniel 5, 11. Let's start from 10. You see how God creates a problem. The queen... Because of the words of the king and his lords, came to the banquet hall and the queen spoke saying, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts trouble you, nor let your countenance change. That talks about a problem that the king couldn't eat. Verse 11. There is a man in your kingdom. Something set him apart from all the other men. His gift. This man, there is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. Read with me. And the days of your father light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And the king Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king. Can you imagine? Your father, your father the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. At that point, if you were the king, wouldn't you want to know the man? The man had been practicing his gifts. 
He had practiced it on uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar had died. He was ready for the next king. He was ready for the king after that. Verse 13. Ah, may, the, may they say to the king, there is a man in this Lagos. His name is Femi Paul. Whether they put pastor or not, it doesn't bother me. As long as I'm speaking with the king. <laughs> then Daniel was brought in before the king. Please let me ask you, from where? Ah, you will offend me today if you don't answer the question. Daniel, is, Bible says then. It means as a response or in consequence of somebody talking about you in the right place at the right time. In a way that makes you look bigger than life. The Bible says then. You know, somebody has to experience you. The person we're talking about was the queen. The queen ne never hired Daniel. Don't always say that there's nobody here so I'm acting foolishly. No. You never know who is going to tell the king about you. That's a good place to clap. It wasn't Nebuchadnezzar. It was not Nebuchadnezzar. It was the wife of this king, Belshazzar. It was the wife. The wife must have been a kid. Because she's married to the son of Nebuchadnezzar when Daniel was operating his gift. So even when kids are around, shine your light. Shata. Then Daniel was brought in. I said from where? From a place of nowhere. From Lodiba. Oh. You have forgotten Lodiba. Lodiba is a place where nothing happens. You know, that's why I say, when life is rough on you, permit it to be so for now. Somebody is going to speak about you and I to the king. They said they brought him before the king. They didn't even bother to put where they brought him for. They say, Shori, you're not with the When you will come out leg like this, eh? Shut up. See, you can shake your pain off. You can shake your troubles off. You can shake your, your struggles off just when they send for you. The Bible says when they sent for um, Joseph, he had reserved razor. He shaved. He changed his clothes. Baby, no matter how long you are in the valley, don't settle in the valley. Always have a backpack. But you know, your call, they're going to send for me. See, baby, if you're not married yet, you see all this single and always criticizing married women, criticizing men, hacking them now, don't join that club. They will still be hacking when they will send for you. Always have a backpack. You know, a backpack may say, are they go very soon? Anytime soon. Baby, no matter how you started this year, you are going to operate to move into the palace because Jehovah Ebenezer is going to cause somebody to speak about you and I in the wrong time, in the wrong the right people, and they're going to send for you wherever life has put you. Then Daniel was brought before the king. And the king spoke and said to Daniel, 
there was no introduction needed. May our ability to perform precede us. No, no, the Bible says a good name is like perfume. It means before you enter, it has announced you. Shatter. No introduction. The king knew his name. Lift up your right hands, Father. We pray this prayer. May God give us grace and favor before those of whom are critical to our success. May, may the goodness that God invested in our life go ahead of us. That on the day we stand in front of the king, there will be no need for introduction because the king will have heard of us. In the name of Jesus. The king spoke, are you that Daniel? Who is one of the captives? Why did he say one of the captives? It's taking the great and juxtaposing it with the pain and the struggle. He's expressing his surprise that I don't expect this kind of person to have this kind of background. Let me try the people there. They didn't get it. They say, I'm not expecting this kind of ending from this kind of beginning. Though your beginning was little, your latter end shall be great. You know, some people think they can... You see, at a point in time when a reference is made to how your life has been, it will not be in pain anymore. It is awesome wonder. Wonderful. You know, people think you have to delete, you have to lie about where you're coming from. No, 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 no. When your greatness is so much greater than what you've been through, this is what the king is saying. Are you that Daniel? One of the captives. So possible. It didn't matter anymore. As a matter of fact, it is, it is, the, it is the opposite factor. It's the juxtaposition. It is the difference between what was and what is that makes you even more attractive. Somebody under the sound of my voice. What you are hiding is going to be your advertisement. If Daniel didn't go through anything, the king wouldn't be so surprised. So the king was already a fan before Daniel said a word. Can you imagine when somebody, you have not spoken, wanting bad way, and then you have a lot to say. And we're not talking about your mother and your cousins, the king. This year, this is my prayer. We're not going to stand before ordinary men. We're going to stand before kings in Jesus' name. Verse 13, verse 14. It starts with, there is a man. Then, are you that Daniel? Then the king says, I have heard of you. If you, I was Daniel, I will be stuttering. You have heard of me. Or you mean me, I have heard of you. That the spirit of God is in you. And that you have light and understanding and excellent wisdom are in you. I think 
I think the next verse, verse 15, 16, go to 16. I have heard of you that you can, full stop. I have heard of you that you can. Stop there. In this case, they were talking about interpretation. We don't need interpretation in our own generation. The king testified, I've heard of you that you can. I, we have searched all over. We can't find anybody that can. But we, I've heard of you that you can. Which means there's no interview. It's only an appointment. You know, an interview is, let's find out whether you can. The king has not even allowed the man to talk. He has not allowed the man to introduce himself. The king had concluded the whole thing. I heard you can. You see, some of you are used to 14 levels of interview before you get anything. As for me and my house, this year of Ebenezer, no interview is only appointment. I've heard that you can. That's it. When the king says you can, you can. But until the king heard of him, he was wherever they brought him from. One of the ways you can escape anything you don't like is for the king to hear of you. When the king says, go and bring somebody, please stay with me. What do you think happens? All protocols erased. Does the king send for somebody and they say there's no transportation? You're trying to annoy me. Does the king send for somebody and they said that they did not get permission from the head of jail when they brought uh, uh, Joseph out? Did they fill any register? Did they have to go and see any magistrate? Talo sorrow. Who they talk and who they answer. Then they brought him in. It means with speed. Brought in as a VIP. He didn't see the chief of staff. He didn't see any protocol officer. And when he got to the king, the king called him by name. Never met him before. Only heard of him. Put your hand on your head, please. Father, in the year of Ebenezer, let it work for me like this. That the king will hear of me. The king will send for me. The king will give me the appointment. All that I've been working on. Will be rewarded. In the name of Jesus. What makes the difference. Is when the king hear of you. And sends for you. So all the people that thought you had to go through them. Hey. Do you know when you are going to the king's presence, there are levels and levels and levels. So the people you have been saying, yes sir for, excuse me sir, Emma Binu sir, can you come sir? You know what happens? When the king sends for you, everybody, they will be like, uh, what they call them? When they are doing, when they are receiving a president, those people that, huh? Those people that stay on the road like this, you'll be waving to them now. Eh? God of honor. The people that you'll have been saying yes, sir. 
How's Madame? Hey, sir. You will just be walking and just waving to them like this. Just like that. When the king hears of you, God bless you there. I think somebody can see what I'm talking about. You see, all your life you're used to shaking for people that don't matter. When God really wants to bless you, he bypasses all the protocols. The king himself heard of him. He said, go and bring him. When the king said, go and bring somebody. There's nothing can, that can disqualify you. Whatever needs to be done, has to be done. The king wants to see you. But may you be ready that day. Yeah. When the king says, I hear you can't, may you deliver in Jesus' name. Yeah. We're talking about what makes the difference. What makes the diff? Until the king heard of Esther. You don't understand Esther's case. Esther was not supposed to be in the competition because the competition was not for Jews. They were looking for a new queen, so she was hiding her identity. You want to say something? Give her the microphone. Some of you, what you're hiding, it won't matter. <laughs> Evening, church. For me, I think the four of them, they were diligent in the little things. So they were in their small beginning. They didn't say it's a small beginnings. They were diligent in it, and they did it gladly. Even while they were killing the lion or the bear, or even while it was an houseboy, they did the, whatever situation they found themselves. They what did are your hands doing? Whatever and your hands find to do, the Bible says, do it with all your mind. Because you are preparing for the day that the king will hear of you. And so those were the experiences and things people had. Because of the small things they did were these experiences that people got to hear and then eventually led them to the king. Hallelujah. So people... Because of the days of small beginnings, people that despise the days of small beginnings never apply themselves. And so there's nothing to hear. That's why the Bible says, do know who is he that despises the days of small beginnings. I want to tell you the story of Esther. Esther sneaked into the competition. She was trying to escape squatter status. Uh-oh. Why did I say that? Some people are trying to escape. That's all right. But she would have been sent back there when they found out she was Jewish. Because when Mordecai said, you need to go and see the king, he said, don't you understand that this thing I'm doing, it gets us to be. He said, it doesn't matter how it gets us to be. You will have to show up before the king. Another reason why the king hears of believers is that sometimes you have to put your neck on the line. Mordecai said, listen, your agenda to sneak into the palace is good. But there's something more important than what you're trying to do. At this time, God needs you eh, to go and risk your neck because of the people of God. You see, sometimes you're so busy building a small thing, you don't want to hear anything about God's people. Oh, you don't know that part? Esther didn't want to have anything to do. So many guys said, if you don't go, help will arise for the children of God from another side. And you and your father's and your father said, you'll be destroyed. He said, you tried not to go. Can I tell you something? Every time a believer is building a small life, God can show up and throw something at you that requires for you to risk everything. There was never any risk. It is, was her opportunity to correct her falsehood. She was hiding her identity. To, to, she was never even going to make it like that. This was the only way she was going to make it. So believers, sometimes we miss the opportunity for the king to hear of us because we're so 
little in our mind. We're so petty in our outlook. So God cannot even disturb your plan. Your plan is so rigid, you are ready to cut God off. And God is the only reason why you are going to make it. Oh, you don't understand. I say, uh, uh, Esther was not going to make it. It had to be God. The Bible says when Mordecai confronted her, she didn't like it. I'm trying to cook something here. I've got this far. The eunuchs kind of like me. I, I, he may never discover that I'm not one of them. I'm Jewish. I said, if you like, don't do it. Sometimes it is the risk you took for God that God will use to speak to the king. Because God blesses what he uses. And a lot of us have forsaken. Bible says those that consider worthless idols, they forsake their own mercy. Some people, every small thing, you say, God, stay out of my business. God, don't, 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 don't. You're, you're so little, you can't allow God to bring in greatness into your life. And so what did she do? She said, okay, I will go before the king. I will call my maids and fast. Yeah. You too fast for me. In whatever you're building, will you allow God to step into your boat and use your boat? Will you forget your own agenda and follow up God's agenda and see what God is going to do with your own little agenda? The Bible says when she fasted, she said, if I perish, I perish. Do you know that today's Christian never want to risk anything for God? The Bible says the horse is ready for the horse is ready for battle, but safety is of the Lord. The safety you think you have is imaginary. Babe. And when she went, the Bible says, as she stood in the courtyard, the king lifted up his eyes and saw Esther and took his rod and said, you can approach the king. And before she could say what she wanted, she said, speak whatever you want up to half my kingdom. Excuse me. What happened to the king? Did anybody give him an introduction? God, Bible says the heart of the king is in God's hands. He turns it whither way he wants. So all he saw was a complete angel. You know, I always pray one prayer. May God allow the king to see us how he sees us, not how we really are. Esther was not that hot, but that's what the king saw. And Haman was going to pay for it. She will have gone in her own strength. She will have gone with her own false beauty. And she may have crashed out of the race. The same king could have killed her because the king had the power to kill and to make alive. Are you there? One of the ways the king will hear of us is for, to allow God to disrupt our calendar. Is to allow God to use our boat like Peter. Peter caught incredible amount of fish because he allowed his agenda to be taken over from the Lord. And the Lord never made any promise when he was going to start using the boat. So don't imagine the Lord will tell you what he's going to do. You just have to trust and obey. Oh, we still have some believers in the house. You know, some people want a God that cuts deals. Jehovah doesn't cut deal with anybody. If he wants to use your boat, you know what? Listen, he reserves 7,000 boats. 
It's a great privilege for God to say, I want to use your boat. But we know that God is not one that defrauds anybody. Whatever he uses, he blesses. From the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible. Your, your case, my case will not be any different. So Esther said, this is my demand. Is, there, is that all? Is that all? Finish. Somebody whispered to the king who the queen should be. And somebody whispered to the king how the king should respond to this particular queen. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you never heard about God before, never forget this one. Whilst you're working your gift, always leave room for Jehovah to show up and disrupt your calendar. The reason why some people are not pastors with me is that, like me, it's not because God didn't call them. They have planned their life. There's no room for Jehovah. I want to do my own thing. You don't even know where it's going to end. A man can start something. There's no man that's called Alpha and the Omega. There's no person that bears the title beginning and the end. There's only one person, Jehovah Ebenezer. So if you're under the sound of my voice, God is trying to disrupt your life. He wants to use you. Let me tell you, that is the guarantee that you will make it in life. When you reject God, you refuse God. Bible says those that consider worthless idols. An idol is what has taken your heart. They forsake their own mercy. And you know that goodness and mercy go together. So when you forsake your mercy, you have canceled goodness. May that not be our portion. Where is your amen? May that not be our portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This Joseph we're talking about, what made the difference in his, house, in his life? You want to say something? He allowed himself to learn. Give him the microphone. Many of us, you see, if Joseph had his way, Joseph would have sat in his father's house. I'm the favorite child of my father. This is where my inheritance is. His inheritance was going to go with the famine. Where are you, church? His inheritance was going to disappear in the famine. It was an act of mercy that God made his brother sell him into the place of his destiny. Don't always resist when some things change in your life. Where you are, there is no king that can hear of you. Listen, there was no king in Israel that could make any difference in his life. And just because I end up serving in one man's house, doesn't mean I will always be your servant. Never be wicked to your boss. Your boss is just training you for the palace. Just because I'm serving you, doesn't mean you will always be my boss. Chaka le baba. When you meet Potiphar, ask him how he felt. When he showed up in the palace and looked at Joseph, Joseph was the prime minister. And stop treating people that are working for you badly. You'd never know where God is taking them. You clap if you want to clap. Just there's liberty when we're in the presence of the Lord. Let's hear you, Michelle. Okay, sir. Good evening. Good evening, church. Why you, you were you started this message 
one of the your messages that re-echoed in my subconsciousness is the, the one that was titled uh, Getting God to Be With You. And uh, I just flip over to Genesis 39 verse 2. And that place he read that God... Can you speak louder? That God was with uh, Joseph and he made him prosperous in the, in the house of Potiphar. So one of the things that I found out in the life of these three characters is the, the God factor. The God factor. But God factor will work for us when we also will have worked our, our, our gift. gift. That's number one. The last but not the least is character. Oh, character. This is getting interesting. So we, we put up an aptitude test for people when we get employed them for work, but what we fail to, to also put up a character test. I found out that when Daniel, Daniel was among the Jewish uh, boys that were brought to the land of Babylon, and the first thing that was tested was his character. The king presented to them meat that were offered to the idol. And he, the Bible said he popped in his heart not to eat that meat. Please help me ask your neighbor, say, if they offer you sweet meat, you know, go chop. <laughs> and he had, the, he had the choice to do whatever wanted because he was found in an unknown land but he he purpose in his heart he in his not heart, to defile not himself but joseph also his character was tested in the house of potiphar, potiphar. he knew where he was headed to and so he did not to the gratification of the moment he ran for his life and at the end of it all no wonder he ended up do you know what this young man is saying that the king will hear of you if you allow your character to be built come on can we celebrate him there's no character in that clapping there's no character in the way you're clapping what makes the diff to make the king hear of people I checked for David. David, it was his courage that made the king hear of him. He was jealous over the name of Jehovah. You know, everybody heard this maniac cursing God, the God of Israel, cursing and say, Where is your God? Let him come and do it. Any one of you, if you know that you have a God that can defend you, step for 30 days. Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. The word of their testimony. Come on now. They loved not their lives unto death. Everybody kept quiet until this guy heard it. He said, what? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? How? Who dares to defy the armies of the living God? He said, wait. What will the king give the person that kills this fellow? Do you know, it was not his ability, so to speak. It was his courage. The Bible says that when, let me show you that scripture. 
Um, first Samuel, first Samuel, oh, first Samuel, where is it? 17, verse 31. Bring it up. L- listen to me. There are many reasons why the king would have of you. Yes, your gift. Yes, your character. There's also sometimes God is looking for somebody that will stand up for him. He was watching everybody. Nobody was so jealous for the name of the Lord. They were protecting themselves and their little family and their little one-star general or whatever it is they had. Nobody was going to risk anything. It's no different today because when push comes to shove, everybody wants to go home and have lunch with their baby. Nobody wants to rock the boat. See, when the words now, when the words which David spoke were heard, and what was the word? Give me verse 30 first. Give me verse 30. You see the words you spoke. No. Give me 29. And David said, what have I done now? Is there not a cause? That's what he said. Give me 30. Hurry up now. Then he turned from him to another and said what? The same thing. And these people answered him as the first ones did. 31. Now, when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul and he sent for David. He had not fought the king ahead of him. Just his response. The king sent for him. What is your response when the name of the Lord is brought to disrepute? Do you not know that Jehovah has lifted his name, his word above his name? But in his name is his identity. So when you face a situation where nobody is doing anything, it's your best opportunity to step up for God. All he said is, is there not a cause? The king heard these words and sent for him. Verse 32. Do we have a 32? And David said to Saul, he gained entrance to the presence of the king. He made an, an, uh, an impression just by his response to a situation. And let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Go on. And David said to him, and Saul said to him, you are not able to go against him because he's a man of war. Go on. And David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or bear came, I took out of it. Go on, 35. I went after it. And he told him about how God had been with him. You know, at that point in time, the king had never met anybody who spoke like this. And then the king tested him and gave him his armor. Out of respect, he tried the armor. He said, no, 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 no. Let me trust in what God has always helped me with. As he went to the battle, he called Abner the field marshal. He said, whose son is this? That's the greatest compliment your family can ever receive. At that point in time, the Bible says after the battle, he did not let David go back home. He kept him in the palace. There is one encounter with the king you will have. You will never return to status quo. Never again. Never by the help of Jehovah uh, Ebenezer, this year, none of us is going to return to status quo. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what makes the difference? Yes, you must up your game. What makes the difference? Yes, you must build character. What makes the difference? You must be courageous. And yes, you must pray that God creates a problem. You want to say something? Give him the microphone. A young man wants to say something. Somebody say problem. Problems are not always bad. <laughs> um, good evening, church. Good evening. I was saying those three, including David, which makes it four, they had patience, they had faith. Hmm? Yeah. In, jo- in Joseph matter, his patience, when his brother tried to kill him, he would have... No, when when his brother insulted him. Or they threw him into a pit. That's oh, okay. Joseph. I'm talking about Joseph, Joseph right Okay, sorry. When they, they sold him out, yeah. he had the opportunity to run away, leave his gift, depart from it. But because of his patience and faith, he knew where he was going to actually. To the man that he was talking about, Potiphar's wife, and the encounter he had with her. As I mean, he had a, when he ran away from her, he had the opportunity to run away from Egypt. Run away from that dream God has planned for him. But yet, he stayed. Even though they caught him and put him inside prison, he still stayed. He was still humble. So whatever you go through, still be patient. Stay with your dreams. Be patient patient. with God. Same thing as David. David, I can like, to now, today's age now, if they force you too much at home, you might like, what is it God said? Why are you changing for me? For your parents. David was the seventh, is it seventh son? Yeah. The last one. Why is it that he was the only one sent to the field? To tend to chips. Others were mighty. They were strong, right? But because of that patience and faith he had, he still stayed in that field. Took care of those ships. Went after lion and bears. Risked his life because he knew where he was going to. Can you, can you bless him? Can you bless him? Can you bless him? Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You know... Of the things he said, I wonder if it was you and I, you have a dream. In fact, not only a dream, the, the, the prophet has anointed you king. And your father called you and said, take lunch to your brothers that were rejected. Will you go? Thank you, Andy. You are very honest. The man did this. Lie, lie. The father was there when he was anointed. Can I tell you something? Don't always fight your own battles. Something about God letting God fight your battles. May God help you to understand Yoruba. Allow God to fight your battles. You see, when the seeming insult of Jesus sending him, like everybody else, he processed it. Ah, really? Then he must have said, permit this to be so for now. As a matter of fact, that humility that he's talking about was what took him to the place where the king will hear of him. If he rejected that assignment 
I don't know what will have happened to him. May we not miss it. This year, may we not miss it in Jesus' name. Somebody under the sound of my voice can reconsider some things. Your decisions you have taken, I will not go, I will not do, and so on. Perhaps you're missing the point. Sister Olakule, good. Church, I think there's also a place of understanding. Mm-hmm. They understood the reason why they came or they are in that position. Like, um, understood um, for believers, we need to understand why we are in the race, why we're running that race, what purpose is it for. So mm-hmm. these people, I could see that the three of them understood. Like Esther, she was made to understand. She was made to understand yes, by Mordecai. By her uncle. <laughs> if, and if um, she had not um, taken that, mm. there wouldn't have been any... Um, the end would have, may not yes, have been so good. Yes, yes. And Daniel too, he understood by books. He understood what mm. God could do. What was he understood who God was. And um, in the book of Ephesians, he said that that our eyes of understanding, that they may be enlightened, and we may know the hope of our calling. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Come on now. There is no character in that clapping. Yes. Praise God. I think for all of them, God was their motivation. Their eyes were fixed on God. They were not looking... As much as it was man that rewarded them, God used man to reward them. Their eyes were not fixed on those people. God was the reason why they did the things that they did. And so God was not being their reward anyway. Praise God. Okay, Sam. That, um, 100% at the time, God was not um, their motivation in court. I felt I felt that two things that happened is the first thing for individual for each of them was there was a discovery of their gift. Then I've also come to learn that God sent men into their life. For the place of Esther, she was nurtured at every stage. There was a man there to give direction on this is what you must do. So so that's right, you are gifted, you are this, you must look out for those people that God has sent to mentor you, or those people you must look w- at. What are your hands doing? This is wisdom, this is wisdom, this is wisdom. Can I ask you, Esther started life, had no father, had no mother as a squatter. She took an opportunity, it's like um, Big Brother Nigeria. That's what happened. It had nothing to do with Jehovah. They're looking for wife or king. She went and joined them. It could have ended in disaster. The, the king was a hidden king. And they had power to kill and to do whatever. And at the point she thought she was doing well because God gave her favor with the eunuchs. She was now feeling cool. And she was detaching from the people of God. You know that part of the story? And the brother said, the uncle said, ah, since when? You mean you think because you are in the palace. How many of us can allow our mentor to speak sense to us like that? He said, if you will not arise 
And he says, who knows whether you are in the kingdom or in the palace for such a time like this. You know what? Uh, um, Dickiness, Tina, do you know what happened? I was looking at my phone and I stumbled into a picture when we're at Shabikol Road. You know that small church we had? On the front row was Auntie Folu, her fiancé, and maybe my mom. It was a worship service. I, the, honestly, is on my phone. I can show it to you. Say we have a camera. I will just, the camera will put it there. And I sat and I said, amazing. Somebody I could no longer chastise. And she fell. She used to be in church like this. She became the speaker of the National Assembly. But she didn't allow anybody to speak to her anymore. I'm now in the palace. Are you there? I'm, t- I'm saying something to you. This is not them say it happened in this church. How many of us? You want the king to hear of you? But will you still listen to the voice that guides you? Just because you're in the palace doesn't mean it's all over. And she responded, says, okay, I'm sorry. I will call my maids and fast, but you fast for us too. And the rest is history. She became the sweetheart of the king. God moved the heart of the king. The kind of love and respect he had for her, he never had for the previous wife. Glory be to God. Have you learned something today? There's something that makes the difference. Bring that prayer again. Um, bring our family prayer of agreement again. It was when I was reading it and I said, this prayer, how is God going to answer this prayer if we don't know how to lock in on it? It says that we shall find favor and high esteem before God and before all those who are critical to our success and our destiny. May we not offend the one God has set in place. May we not May the king not find out that we're not ready for what God has made ready for us. But there's one prayer. The, one, the only one that is prayer for me is that God create the problem. Every other one is something we have to do or allow God to do in us. But there is a problem that you are designed to solve. And when the problem overwhelms the king, you enter celebrity status. Ve'eloshewa. Should we pray that prayer? Stand on your feet. Even you gifted ones, when the king hears of you, it won't matter those people that said they are senior to you. Once the king hears of you, position will change, power change hand. Lift up your hand to God and say, Lord, prepare me. Help me to maximize myself, my gift, my character. Lord, raise the voices that will help prepare me. Train me for that big day. This year, let this year, let Jehovah be my helper. That I may be brought from where I'm at that I don't like. And be taken to places I didn't even know I could qualify to be in. The Bible says, then they brought Daniel. The king sent for him. Makale brasuka le baba.
Hey, may we not be tied to the valley of our pains and our struggles. For you. I want someone to pray. I will not die in this situation. I will live to see the glory of God, Jehovah Ebenezer, in this year, 2019. Begin to pray. Say, Father, that situation creates that situation. Create that need. Lord, engineer that problem that only I have been equipped to solve. And let the king hear of me. The problem that they'll be so glad that I exist. The problem that will cause the king to celebrate knowing me. situation, the circumstances that might precede my showing forth that which you predicate my breakthrough Lord let heaven engineer it in the palace let heaven engineer it just when I'm ready oh God will make the difference in my life this year oh God things must not remain same old same old why didn't you pray that prayer Lord I'm tired of same old same old do something that will make the difference that will change my experience set it up oh God engineer it but prepare me oh God Use my mentors, use my teachers, use my pastors, use my trainers to get me ready for that day. In Jesus' name we pray. Brethren, do you know it was the queen that spoke and says, there is a man in your kingdom. She was not the only one that knew him. Others kept quiet. There was a conspiracy of silence until the queen showed up. And even when she spoke up, nobody said it through. We're going to pray that every conspiracy Amongst those who know what God has equipped me for. Father, may their silence not stop the right person. Oh, begin to pray. Somebody has to tell the king about you. Somebody that experienced you didn't even know was watching you. Begin to pray that prayer. Say, Lord, I am pained by those who should speak. But there is a conspiracy against my destiny. They have taken counsel together never to say 
what God has entrusted with me. But let their silence mean nothing because somebody better than them, somebody more repeatable than them, will speak on my behalf to the king. You better be praying. Somebody whose voice is more trusted, raise for me an announcer to announce to the king. She said, There is a man in your kingdom, O king. He was excellent in the days of your father, your father, the king. Yay! That if you had any sense, king, you will put him in position. Somebody that will speak with gospel. Somebody will speak with conviction. Somebody that will speak with enthusiasm. Lord, raise that voice. Shatalaba. There are things angels will do, there are things men must do. Pray for that one voice that will make the difference. Pray for that one voice. The one voice that will make the difference. May Satan not be able to silence that one voice. What you have been doing that is ordinary. Well, somebody is going to speak about it and you are going to go to extraordinary. One person is going to hear about you. Favor and high esteem before those that are critical to our success and our destinies. Jehovah, do that which makes the difference. The voice that is going to make the difference. Let that voice not be silent. It doesn't matter who else refuses to speak. The silence will not stop my destiny. That one voice will make the difference. Jehovah God, let that voice be heard. In the palaces of this life, let that voice be heard. The Bible says, if you see a diligent and skillful man in his business, he will not stand before obscure men. He will not stand before unknown men. He will not stand be before ordinary men. I want you to pray. Say, Lord, this year, help me to get into the right room. Help me to shine before the big movers and the shakers. Those are critical to my success. The success I have not even known yet. The success I cannot calibrate. I have never seen it before. I have never experienced it. Those are critical to my destiny. Help me to make it to the point I stand before them. Help me. Help me optimize my gift. Help me sharpen myself. Help me get myself ready. me hold somebody. Help me hold somebody's hand. We want to pray for the person. This year, you will not remain on the ordinary level. I'm serious. I'm not joking. You will not remain on ordinary level. Jehovah Ebenezer, call on the Lord. Call on the Lord. You will not remain on the ordinary level. You will not remain ordinary. You will not remain common. You will not remain unknown. You will not remain unknown. You have to come out of that situation.
by the help of Jehovah about Ebenezer. One battle, the women began to sing. They said, David has killed thousands and ten thousands. Pray for the person. Jehovah, Ebenezer, make the difference in my sister's life. Make the difference in my brother's life. That we will not remain on the ordinary level again. We will not be unknown any longer, Lord. Father, do something that will make the real difference. A lifetime difference. An all-time difference in our lives. You will not remain a squatter. You will not remain a struggler. You will not remain a hanger-on. You will not remain an applicant. You will not remain a, you will not remain a borrower. Do what do that which will make the difference. Let the king hear of us.
Jesus name we have prayed Father we thank you because you are God the one that is able to do that which will make the difference in all that we do as you prepare us Father engineer the vacuum that will cause us to break through into the place of prominence no longer would we remain unknown no longer will we remain uncelebrated no longer will we remain ordinary may the lord do what it takes that makes the difference the bible says that the king sent for him at that point nothing could hold him back 2019 may the king send for us no matter what was wrong before let nothing be able to hold us i want you to imagine things left in your life that you're waiting for god to do and begin to lift up your hand and begin to worship the lord that lord let the king send for me in a way that nothing can hold me back not even things i have done wrong not even things people have said not even things that happened not even things i don't have let the king say i am convinced I don't need any testimonials. I'm convinced that you're the right person. Lift up your hands and worship him. The one who makes things happen. The God that makes the difference. The one that took a squatter and made her a celebrated queen. The one that took a prisoner and made him the prime minister. The one that took a slave boy, hallelujah, and made him celebrate governor of all governors. The one that took a rejected uh, shepherd and made him the celebrated king of Israel. Lord, I worship you. I will stand for you. I will let the zeal of the Lord consume me. Yes, sir. Because I know that whatever God uses, he blesses. Oh, to God alone be glory. To him alone be adoration. To him alone be might and power and majesty and dominion. From everlasting to everlasting. We celebrate the Lord. We shout with a shout of victory. We give all the praise. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Help me bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, one of the sweetest experiences that, is that some people you're hanging around, they insist there's nothing special about you. You know, I like that. Because after a while, they'll have to come around and say, sorry, I didn't see this coming. Who am I prophesying to? People that insist that you're ordinary. People that insist that I know you I don't expect much more from you. They're going to come around. They're going to fill forms. Amen. They're going to go through protocol. <laughs> Father, we thank you. And it shall come to pass. In Jesus' mighty name.
so much going on here. I really thank God. Angels have been dispatched Amen. to arrange stuff for us. We will not miss it in Jesus' name. But remember, let the zeal of the Lord consume you. Stand for the Lord. Don't, don't be so into what you're doing that God cannot disrupt whatever you're planning. It's never a disruption. It is what is called an interposition. When God puts something into you that you didn't even know could be yours. It will come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to quickly take tithes and first food. If you're in church, you have your tithes and your first food. Can you come forward?